L.A. Loves Alex's Lemonade Culinary Cookout Returns Saturday, September 23rd, 2023 12.30 to 4.30 p.m. on UCLA's Royce Quad The presenting sponsors for the cookout are Northwestern Mutual Volvo Cars of North America American Express and Resi Fighting Childhood Cancer One Cup at a Time at L.A. Loves Alex's Limited. This is the show that pulls back the industry curtain. We're exploring pop culture, music icons, and food gods. It's the Jeremiah Show, and he's your radio host. And now, back from a race around the sun, Jeremiah Higgins. It's the Jeremiah Show and Evolve Entertainment. Featuring It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack, Mike Gormley presents Music Icons, The Arwen Lewis Show, and The Angel Baby Show. Welcome to The Jeremiah Show. It feels like forever, but it's back. L.A. loves Alex's Lemonade. Culinary Cookout returns for the first time since 2019. Has it been that long already? Wow. L.A. loves Alex's Lemonade is hosted by James Beard Foundation Award winners, Chef Suzanne Goen and Carolyn Stein from the Loop Group, along with Chef David Lentz, Suzanne's husband and owner of the Hungry Cat. It returns on Saturday, September 23rd. Mark your calendars right now, even if you're driving, mark the calendars, <laughs> <laughs> do it safely. Uh, yeah, priorities, 12.30 to 4.30 p.m. on UCLA's Roy's Quad. Suzanne, Caroline, and David have again enlisted the support and the generosity of their culinary superstar friends around the country who are going to donate their time and their services to raise funds and awareness for Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation, often referred to affectionately as ALSF. And since its inception, its mission is simple, to find better treatments and cures for all kids with cancer. Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation grew from the front yard lemonade stand of a four-year-old Alexandra, Alex Scott, who was fighting cancer and wanted to raise money to find cures for all children with cancer. What an amazing girl. Her spirit and her determination inspired others to support her cause. And when she passed away at the age of eight, she had raised $1 million for the foundation. Since then, the foundation bearing her name has evolved into a national fundraising movement. Today, ALSF is one of the leading funders of pediatric cancer research in the U.S. and the Canada and in Canada raising more than $175 million so far and funding nearly 1,000 research projects, providing programs to families affected by childhood cancer. I don't think there's anything worse than that. And what a great cause uh, Alex started. For more information, you can go to alexslemonade.org. Well, I've got two special guests. One of them surprised me. Uh, and, and they're two of my favorite in the world. Whenever we all three get together, it feels like it's almost we're old friends now on the radio and we never ever, ever hang out in person, but we, we <laughs> seem to, we seem to get, uh, along just fine here in the radio as if, uh, yeah. And before we talk about to, to both of them about this incredible event, I'm, I'm teasing you. I'm stretching this out, this intro, um, please allow me a moment to sing the praises of my two very special friends joining me today, Caroline Sign, Chef Suzanne Goen. Suzanne, do you ever wish people would just, do they ever drop the chef part? Do they just call you Suzanne or would, or do you, are those? Yes, I prefer. I, words. It's, no, it's funny. It's actually the, the, the people who've known me the longest and have worked with me the longest all just call me Suzanne. And it's all, whenever anybody's new, they call me chef or chef Suzanne. Well, they should, shouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> if they're new and they don't know you but yeah, so. it, anyway uh so i want to tell you about caroline first because 
as I said, I didn't know Chef was joining, Suzanne, I should say, was joining <laughs> us. And uh, and she doesn't even need an introduction, as I said off air. You, you're, you are uh, one of the world's best chefs and uh, one of my favorites. Whenever I get a chance in Thanks. L.A., I stop by your restaurants. I think, uh, Caroline, this is very cool. I, I may have known this, but I, I was reading up on you. You, have, you produce wine. Uh, Jules Harrison. Yeah, a Pinot Noir from Santa Maria Valley. And I love the initials on this one, J&H. I know an oak Chardonnay from Napa Valley. J&H because Jeremiah Higgins. Oh, yeah. I didn't know my last name. <laughs> I used been... to make wine. I used to make wine. I don't anymore, but I'm going you to get back to You don't at all? Okay. that's what I, I didn't know if you did anymore, but I, I was reading and it said that you did. So I believed it. I believe everything I read. Yeah. <laughs> my, my daughter and I are going to get back into it. So stay tuned. Okay, uh, your your daughter and you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's well. I'll, 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 we'll wait. That sounds like a um, that's something to anticipate for sure. Sounds like a whole other show. Yeah, TBD. <laughs> See, I just keep getting you getting ideas to uh, bring you back and and hang out. Caroline has been written about in GQ, Bon Appetit, Food and Wine, The Wall Street Journal. And she appears regularly on wine panels for her expertise, including Food and Wine Aspen, Los Angeles Food and Wine Festival, Los Angeles The Food Event, Zagat, and ABC Television regularly, and so much more I've seen you on on many, many more channels. As wine director for the Luke Group, Caroline is nationally recognized for her expertise and her restaurant's much-envied and admired wine programs. Food and Wine named AOC. Suzanne and Caroline, Carolyn's restaurant, the best new wine list. This is back in 2003, only uh, the year after it opened, 2002. The restaurant has also received prestigious award excellence by Wine Spectator three times and was named among the 100 best wine restaurants in 2015 by wine enthusiasts. Wow. Um, I, I'm bringing up the wine because I want to talk about the wine at this event. I'm 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 focused on that right now, especially since it's uh, almost five o'clock here. <laughs> it's wine time. <laughs> when Caroline Carolyn introduced an entirely new list at AOC in 2013, it included only wines produced from biodynamic, sustainable, or o- organic farming practices. The restaurant was praised by the Los Angeles Times. And in 2016, AOC was named among the best wine bars in Los Angeles by Thrillist and Eater LA. You got a great cocktail menu. In fact, I tried to get Matt and the guys uh, on the show, but they are so busy making cocktails, they couldn't get, we couldn't get them on. Um, Caroline uh, has been a major uh, contributor to the growth of the restaurant. And Suzanne and her have been partners. That's for how long now? How long have the two of you been partners in the restaurants? 25 years? 26 years? 20, yeah. Wow. 25? Yeah, that's um, a uh, quarter that's like, Yeah, well, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. I, I was count. I was counting on my fingers. Thank you. My math is not that good. No, that that's uh, like a marriage almost, isn't it? I mean, that's longer than most marriages last. And yes, that's true. a real, real Definitely relationship. An LA marriage. An LA marriage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the the list goes on here. I, I really, I, I can't believe what the two of you have accomplished. Uh, and and when you know we've talked over the years through that that pandemic, and here you are flourishing again, and and putting on L.A. loves Alex's lemonade once again, the culinary cookout, incredible what the two of you are able to do and accomplish with your team and and your drive and your passion for uh, hospitality and and taking care of people. I just uh, I'm always in in awe and admiration. So welcome both of you to. Uh, back to the show thanks for having us yeah thank you we're excited to talk lemonade and wine yes food okay so can't, yeah can't believe it's been four years yeah it's crazy. our last event it's crazy yeah. i know i was doing the math so it's every september typically right mm-hmm. that you do this in the fall yeah and I mean, how this is a silly question but how excited are you to be bringing back la loves alex's lemonade after all that, uh, nearly the four years, like you said, I mean, 
So excited. I literally, every time I talk about this, I always say it's my favorite, favorite, favorite day of the year. It is just. Yeah. Okay. The best. Since you got to that, because I've read that more than once as well. And since you, you bring that up, um, Carolyn, why is it your favorite day of the year? Because it's a combination of things. We bring together so many amazing people, all of our chef friends, all of our wine friends, all of the people that we know in LA. It's like a really fun outdoor, like delicious event. The food is over the top. The drinks are over the top. It's just all, it's all good vibes, <laughs> good, delicious stuff. And then we all get together and we raise a ton of money for this foundation. And it's like the collective joy and the enthusiasm. It just it literally makes you forget about all of your own little problems. We all have things that we complain about and you get there and you see what we're doing and what it's going to. And you hear the family of Alex Scott talk about what they've been through and they relive it over and over again. And done such talking about taking lemons and making lemonade. I mean, they literally make, They've made such an impact on so many people that it's just you, you leave there feeling elated. That's why. It, um, I mean, let, before we talk about the the lineup and the, what you've organized, the two of you have organized, and with the help of your your friends in the hospitality business and beyond, um, let's talk about Alex. You know who who was Alex for those that don't know. You know, I gave a little slight bio there in the beginning, but who was she the, from your understanding, both of your perspectives? So she was a little girl living in Connecticut who was diagnosed with neuroblastoma when she was one. And her parents actually moved the entire family to Philadelphia to be near the children's hospital there for her to get treatment. And she had so, like, so many different uh, treatments and surgeries and um, by the time she was four she told her parents she wanted to have a lemonade stand and her parents had two other kids you know are completely exhausted and drained they have this child with cancer and they just were like alex what what are you trying to earn money for do you want teddy bear are you trying to get a bike like what do you why are you raising this why do you want to have a lemonade stand and she said well no that would be really selfish i don't want the money for myself i want to give the money to my doctors so they can help find a cure for other kids with cancer and she became this phenomenon. She started having uh, she started having lemonade stands and people heard about it. So like they would do one at the local grocery store or the pharmacy, other families and schools would start having them. And she really gained this momentum and started to become kind of famous. And her mom tells these really funny stories about that. She would actually like by six or so, she was very savvy. So she would get a, there'd be a phone call and, you know, maybe she wasn't feeling well that day. And um, they'd say, you know, Alex, somebody wants to interview you. And she would say, well, I mean, who is it? You know, she wanted to make sure that it was like, a worthy a worthy call to take for uh, depending like how she was feeling right so there, i think she was six or so and a, a time magazine called how many and, followers do they have yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she, she yeah exactly she is this is pre-followers this like, is like 2000 yeah. yeah she's like how many how many people am i going to reach but she was that's no, what she was thinking yeah yeah no she that's what she was thinking wow. she was really you know a savvy kid and I guess it was Time Magazine, I think it was, who called her. It might have been Newsweek. And uh, her mom tells a story of like hearing Alex on the phone. And and I guess they must have asked her what her goal was. And she said that her goal was a million dollars. She wanted to raise a million dollars. And Liz Scott tells a story of like hearing this and just being like heartbreak. Like, oh, my God, my little girl with cancer is trying to have these stands. She set this goal for herself, which obviously is not reachable. Right. And um Alex, that's what all little kids, a million dollars is like. Yeah, a million dollars. That's the, the most, most you could, you right? What more could it be? A million dollars. It's got to be a million dollars. Yeah. And, but she, by the time she died at age eight, she had actually raised through all these different stands that people had had from her and actually some very generous support from, I think, Volvo to help get her over the line, which is one of our key sponsors. Uh, she raised a million dollars by the time she died at age eight. So. It's incredible. I mean, it's incredible story. If you if if you have kid little kids or you know any little kids, I mean, I remember hearing the story when my kids were little, and there was like, it was just kind of unimaginable that, a, that not only a child but like a sick kid, that's what they would be focused on and find you know, find the presence and the power to to do. Actually, another story that her mom tells is that. So they started raising all this money and, and Liz said to Alex, like, okay, so we're going to put all this money to neuroblastoma. 
you know, to cure neuroblastoma. And Alex said, that is so selfish. Why would you do that and not want to help all kids with cancer? And Liz is like shamed by her, you know, her five-year-old with cancer, just like, okay, yeah, okay, you're right. We should raise money for everybody. So that was just her spirit and I think who she was. And um, I mean, it's a strong enough, I think her, her vision and her soul were just strong enough to, you know, look at all the people that have, you know, gotten wrapped up in her story and really the cause. And um, it's a really hard cause to not get behind. So, did you know her parents well? I'm sure over the years you've been working with them since 2010. Is that right? Yeah, we think or 2009. 2009, but yes, yeah. 2009. Did you ever when when you heard that story when she came? Alex came to her mom and said, "Hey, I'm I want to raise a million dollars. I want to I, I, I want to eliminate Stan." Was there some sort of, did she ever tell you, was there a switch where she said, was she at first, did she realize that she didn't have long to live and that this was going to be all consuming? And was there some sort of a switch or something that happened where she said, well, now uh, let me, let me not think about myself and let me think of others and how can I help was I mean, it just seems like an amazing thing for a little girl to go to realize and 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 then all and then vision the vision for the you know I'm gonna hit that million dollars and look what i mean it it's much more than that now, but there was there something that did they tell you where where she just realized made that connection i mean it just doesn't it seem pretty profound for someone that age to come to that conclusion and that plan. I think she was beyond her years, this little girl. And you can imagine she was getting all these treatments. She met a lot of kids who were in her in her shoes and probably felt like we've got to do something to help all of us, you know? I don't know. This girl, this little girl was remarkable. Yeah, very remarkable. Um, I heard a, I, I talked to a guy in Uganda yesterday who uh someone he had no money, he his mom was crippled and uh he wanted to go to school and his and someone asked him how much some wealthy businessman connected with him somehow and said, how do you, how much do you need for four years of college? And it was a hundred dollars. They gave him a hundred dollar bill and he didn't know what it, he'd never touched money before at that point and went and could, had never had a bank account and, and stayed up all night holding it, you know, guarding it, wondering what to do, uh, what, it, how it was going to change his life. And, and then as a, um, consequence of that, he became, uh, he went out and, and started helping others that needed help, kids, orphans, and elder, the elderly. And he said, you know, I just got up, I get up, and I look for things. And there's a hotel here that if we, we, if we wash the chairs at the hotel and the restaurant, we get one penny for every chair. And they have 400 chairs. So I know if I can get them all done in a day, that's enough food for five families. And he goes and he does that. And then he brings children to help him. And I, and I, when I was preparing for this today, I thought about that story and there's so much. Um, and then a lot of times with children where they, they see it a lot clearer than we do, don't they? And they, they uh, contribute in ways that is so inspiring to get a, adults like us inspired, like you. Absolutely. Um, well, they're, they're not like us. They don't see all of the, the stumbling blocks along the way. They don't say, Oh, I can't do it because they're, they have that fresh brain that just says i can do that why not a million dollars yeah, yeah. Not from negative nelly like we are raise 200 i why can't i raise a million exactly well um how did the how did you all get involved suzanne carolyn david uh how did you hear the story and then what i mean it's inspiring i can see why you get you got inspired but tell me the story, both of you, if you could, from your own perspective. Your well, own. I can, I'll tell you the beginning because um, so David and I went back east to Philadelphia to do an event with Mark Vetri, who and Mark's one of my favorite chefs, one of my favorite people, you know, an amazing friend. And he like if whatever Mark asked me to do, I would do. So I remember him calling me a couple of years in a row like, hey, can you come do this lemonade event? And I was thinking, like, I, OK, I'll come do the event. Like, I don't know what it has to do with lemonade, but. Yeah. But that sounds that sounds fine. That sounds good. And so David and I flew out there and, you know, we had our table and we were handing out our ceviche or whatever it was. And um, and all of a sudden uh, they said, OK, everybody, chefs, please stop serving. We're going to go into the program. And actually, Liz Scott got up on the stage and told the story of Alex. 
and actually brought on a couple people, kids who'd been helped by all the research and uh, and the travel plans. There's also the, the foundation does this amazing travel plan, whereas if there's a treatment, but you don't have the means to get to that treatment, they will fly you there, put you up in the hotel and pay for your, the whole family to stay so they can be with the child while the child's being cared for. So anyway, David and I, I think our, we had twins who were like one or something when we're hearing the story. And the two of us were standing at this stand, just like bawling. Like we couldn't, like it was, it was just all too much. And I remember getting on the plane and flying home and we were just looked at each other. And actually David said to me, like, we have to do something like we have to do something in LA. So Carolyn is like probably maybe slightly above wine. I would say like a ch- like she just loves kids, and I just knew like once I told I her, story, maybe even more than wine. I, I really love wine more than kids. Really <laughs> it goes like wine. children wine. Anyway, I just I just knew if I told her this, like when she heard the story, that she was going to be all in. Which like I think she was crying into like my third line of the story, and so we just put our heads together, the three of us, and uh, I'll let her take it from there. Yeah. And I remember Suzanne coming home and telling me the story. And I, I think Suzanne and I are both touched by cancer in our family. We both have lost parents to cancer and we both had kids um, similar ages. And so when she told me the story, I thought this is unbelievable. Yeah, we we absolutely have to do something. And I remember Liz Scott came out and met with us to talk about an event. And we were kind of throwing out ideas like we could do this whole thing. And I, it was one of those things like, we're talking about the kids. Yeah, we can do this. And, you know, it could be really difficult, but yeah, we'll find a place and we'll invite chefs and put up tents. And we just, you know, we just put on our, how do you get a restaurant going? And we, and, and it all came together really, really quickly. We figured it out, I think to happen the next year. I mean, we just got on it and everybody who heard about it, thought it sounded amazing. And everybody that's involved with us and works with us was on board and we all banded together and, and and did it and it was um it was so you know it was that group effort that group thing where you get together and you create something and there's just this like love among everybody that happens and it was it was a it was amazing and after that first one we said can't we do the next one you know every time at the end of the event we're like okay next year what are we going to do like literally before we're walking off of off the property from the event talking about how we're going to make it better next year and how we're going to raise more money so it's it's really infectious this thing it's just amazing is that what drives it? Because the two, how many restaurants do you have operating at the moment? The two of you, the Lou group. We all, we have, we have two AOCs and we've got um, two restaurants and a bar at the proper hotel in downtown LA called the Verde and Cara Cara and Dahlia, our little hideaway bar. But then we also do all the food and wine at the Hollywood bowl. And we have fully three fully operating restaurants there as well as, Food made to box seat, thirty thousand box seats, and catering. It's kind of it's kind of hard to quantify the exact number. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading a lot, you know, a lot, right? A lot. a lot. Well, that's I'm getting to the point there. That's the, of the question that you have a lot going on. You, you're, you're very. I mean, you're celebrity as well in LA. You are in the world. You're celebrity and hospitality, and so you're you're doing everything you're doing this show thank you very much but you're you know you're doing big shows you're doing fundraisers i'm sure you're you're um, called on for events and and then this is a big undertaking we're going to talk about it in a moment what you have brought back here um and it's i'm sure there's not a second that you feel like it's too much but it's a lot and you draw do you draw the energy from where alex found it you think do you think there's something there that draw that that drives this that because you're probably up to here in most days and you're like but but i'm i'm reaching in i can feel her spirit i can feel uh when you know you're helping people like this is, does that drive you absolutely i mean i think it's the most important thing we do absolutely i mean i mean yes hospitality is important and great but this is something where we're taking our skills and using them to like for a really important cause and to really help people and change lives. And um, yeah, there's that I had a moment this morning because we we're working on the whole, the floor plan for the whole event. And it was like moving, you know, we had like 56 chefs or something. And I'm like moving all the little pieces around and like, this person needs power. I know oh, these two people are making something with tuna. So I get, and, and this people, so it was like, there was a moment today, like head explode, but you know, nothing, nothing that would ever, I think, stop us from, from doing what we do. 
Yeah. It's that it's that energy that's unspoken that drives that that when you're down, when you're tired, you're only human, and you've all, you've got so much both of you that that it comes from somewhere that just gets you gets you the, the little further down the road and get yeah. you know keeps you going. Um, I think it's I think both of you are so inspirational. I love this event, um, and I'm so happy to to have both of you here to talk about it. We're going to take a real quick break. Let me tell you a little bit about L.A. L.A. loves Alex's Lemonade. They sure do. Culinary Cookout returns as the world's best culinary talents, and they return to fight childhood cancer for Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation. Chef Suzanne Gowen, Carolyn Stein, and David Lentz, joined by international chefs, winemakers, brewers, and mixologists, all to fund childhood cancer research. The Culinary Cookout is family-friendly, and children under the age of 12 are free with accompanying adult, and they don't need to register for the event. It's been almost four years, and after the hiatus, L.A. Loves Alex's Lemonade, hosted by James Beard Foundation, and my special guest today, award-winning chef Suzanne Gowen, and award-winning partner Carolyn Stein, the Luke Troop, along with Chef David Lentz, returns this coming september 23rd it's a saturday september 23rd mark it down now better yet go to the website alex the alex's with an s lemonade.org a-l-e-x-s lemonade.org and you can get your tickets well i hope you can get your tickets i, I you better get there now and it's again it's saturday september 23rd 2023 12 30 to 4 30 p.m on ucla's royce quad alex's lemonade.org and their presenting sponsors for the cookout are northwestern mutual and volvo cars of north america thank you for a complete listing of participants and to purchase the tickets visit the alsf website all proceeds will benefit the foundation they're fighting childhood cancer one cup at a time We'll be right back. Season 14 winner, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show, so don't go away. Like to watch? Subscribe to The Jeremiah Show on YouTube. Jeremiah show we are uh, spending a little time with organizers uh, James Beard winners celebrity chefs just all around great people chef Suzanne going Carolyn Stein and uh, David Lentz is somewhere back there I'm sure LA loves Alex's lemonade culinary cookout returns the world's best culinary talents return to fight childhood cancer 
for Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation. They're fighting childhood cancer one cup at a time. Welcome back, both of you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you for being here. So uh, we're talking about Alex. Alex, the, the little girl that inspired all this. And she had, if you're just joining us, she had uh, cancer and she lived to eight, to eight years old. Uh, about four or five, was it, that she said, hey, mom, dad, um, I, I want to start a lemonade stand and I want to raise $1 million to help other kids like myself that she she saw and she she met um, that were suffering from cancer also. She hit that goal and it's even grown more, right? Tell me about, you, you've both been involved since 2009. Tell me what you've been able to accomplish with LA's LA loves Alex's Lemonade. Uh, are there other cities that do something similar like you're doing? And, and tell me about you know what you've been able to do. Well, I think I think one thing we've been able to do, which is most remarkable, is well, there are two things. One is just spreading the word and and raising the awareness about this foundation. Um, when we first started out, people in LA didn't know it, what it was, and um, it's sort of like like. The spread of the word about her lemonade stands, the word of this event got out about how amazing it was and the caliber of chefs and what it went to. And again, like we do, we stop the event partway through. We stop people from serving food, don't serve drinks, come up to the stage. Alex's parents talk. We raise money. We do an auction. Usually, you know, a child with cancer might speak. And, you know, everybody, I have to say, all, all of my wine friends after the first event said, why didn't you put boxes of Kleenex back here in the wine stand? Because we are all bawling, bawling our, our eyes out. And I think it's, again, like just the raising the collective awareness about this and and the urgency that people feel to come to this event every year, I think, has been a huge accomplishment. And of course, financially, we've raised you know over $8 million. It would be way more if we had been having the event the last four years Direct COVID, but um, <laughs> but uh, you know we raise a lot of money, and we know that money goes to something really, really, really important. And that you know if it, if we can do anything to help save a child's life with cancer, then we've been successful. And then Suzanne's you know headed up a whole kids campaign, which is really important too. We should talk about that. Tell me about that, Suzanne. Yes. So um, my kids, when we first started, I think were maybe two and three or something like that. And after a couple, you know, they always come to the stand, you know, the beginning when they were little, they just run around and gorge themselves on sugar. And then a few years, as they got a little older, they began to realize kind of what, what it was about and what we were doing. And they would hear this, you know, story of this mythical Alex Scott. And um, they started uh, with some of their friends in their elementary school, something called the kids campaign. And the idea was it was kids raising money for kids, just like Alex did. And uh, we started kind of, so they started doing it probably, let's see, I think they would, maybe the last three, maybe 2016 or 15. And the kids would all have lemonade stands and kind of the word would spread, you know, they'd go do one with their soccer team and then those kids would get into it. And, you know, a lemonade stand for a kid is a very empowering thing. You, you know, you, you have to get organized and you sort of see, you have to make the lemonade and then you kind of see the fruits of your labor. So my kids are a little industrious, so they really liked that. But, um, then the, the favorite part would be at the event, they would get up on the stage, this group of kids and hand over a big, a literally physically big check to uh, Alex, uh, to Alex's parents, Liz and Jay. And uh, over the years that they have done the, the kids campaign, they've raised $240,000. So, which is not up to Alex's 1 million yet, but to, if you still, if you think about it, $240,000 in lemonade sales is pretty great. So right, it's the, really great. Yeah, we really wanted to keep, I mean, our whole idea when we started the event was keeping it very grassroots feeling. We wanted to make sure kids could come and that's what we did it during the day and outside. And we sort of had that cookout idea where it's not, you know, we're not in a ballroom. It's not a black tie event. It's really like come hang out in the afternoon, have an amazing time, eat some delicious food, get your heart broken for about 30 minutes then watch people raise a bunch of money and get really happy again. Um, so that was kind of the spirit of the event. So my daughter actually is, is, um, so the kids campaign was really important to her. She is now 16, which is funny. She's like, she's aged out right of the kids campaign. So what she's trying to do is really get the next generation of kids, uh, you know, interested in inspired and into it so that that can continue to grow. Cause I think it's a really important, the, the, the kid part is an important part of what we do. Yeah. Yeah. And she, and Alex would be so 
proud to see that happening. Yeah. Uh, uh, Carolyn, you said it's the fa- your favorite day of the year. Um, it sounds like it's yours as well, Suzanne. And oh, yeah. The kids love it. The people that come to the event, like you said, you know, cry and they and they get in touch with what what we are as human beings. You know, we 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 remember that <laughs> when, that a lot of the things that we worry about 365 days a year don't really matter on this one day. You everyone comes together. Why do you think we don't? Um, because it's I know it's a big event. But is is does that uh, Alex's lemonade? It, it's all year long, right? Like like mm-hmm. there are things people contributing to this all year long. It's not just a one day event. Absolutely, yeah. The and foundation itself has the foundation has raised two hundred and fifty million dollars. Wow! Yeah, so my my numbers were off. Yeah, two hundred two hundred fifty. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's probably more. That's the number. When you know the last I looked, that's the number. I'm sure it's growing. I mean, they are. And it's run one of the other thing we Carol and I really love is it's run by Alex's parents who are the loveliest, most down to earth, like real people who are, you know, so, you know, you know, so sometimes you don't know what you're giving to these with them. You really, you really know you're giving to the money, you know, where the money's going to go. You know, they earned a hundred percent from the culture and community rating, you know, they're of their ranks char- charities, just it's, they're really good people and um, they know what, families need you know they're funding all kinds of research and trials but they're also i love that like we were talking about the trial the uh, travel the travel fund it's like they know what it's like to have a sick kid and they know what obstacles that the rest of us you know might, you might not think of so yeah. Yeah. i mean I, I think of alex you know just um cancer the people that i've known in my life that have had cancer is it, just all-consuming exhausting yeah. um and and just uh you know hard it's hard to you know hard to know what to say and hard hard even harder for the person that has it um i i just wonder like how what where did she get that alex get the strength at that age and the courage not only you know fighting the cancer uh, but but pull, but or you know inspiring this movement um it puts our, like I said again, our daily problems in context. Uh, you know how uh, such a sweet, generous, unselfish little girl. Yeah. And what does that, you know, what does that say about what we can do? Like what you two are doing. What does it say about what we can do despite obstacles daily, how, being tired and all the things, versus what we actually do? Um, right. This couldn't be a more inspiring story to all of us i know when i drove home yesterday after that story with the brazio that i told you about i thought god there's what am i, I there's nothing that I, sh- I can complain about you know um very inspiring what you are doing we're going to take another quick break here uh, let me tell you a little bit before we go to break about how you can help this event the september 23rd 12 30 p.m at ucla's royce quad is guaranteed to surpass the aspiration of previous years. Again, it's been almost four years with returning chefs, Michael Semeruzzi. Am I saying that right? Semeruzzi. Yes. I said it wrong for the first 10 years. I knew him. He used to say Semeruzzi, but it's Semeruzzi. You know, I, in my head, that's how I said it. And then it came out different. Chris Bianco, Adam Perry Lang, Donald Link, Nancy Oaks, Nancy Silverton, Suzanne Track, John Shook, Vinny Dodolo. Dodolo. Okay, did that. <laughs> Rocco Whalen, Mark Vitri. They're all coming together to cook for childhood cancer cures. And I'm sure the list uh, grows every day with people that are getting involved, featuring fabulous food, wine, and cocktails prepared by the nation's best chefs, winemakers, and mixologists. I know when I saw your last photo of the last event, I got, uh, never got it FOMO on, on Instagram, but I did actually. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that photo, I'm like, why wasn't I there? I wanted to be there. You, It was the who's who uh, and just a lot of smiling faces and a lot of good food and drink and uh, looked like a great, great day. So don't miss this one. It's again on Saturday, September 23rd on uh, 20. 
23. Wow, 23, 2023. 20, From 1230 to 430 p.m. on UCLA's Roy Squad again. Uh, LA loves Alex's Lemonade. Culinary cookouts. They're fighting childhood cancer one cup at a time. For information on how to become a sponsor, contact Sarah Moyer at Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation. You can get her at her phone, 610-649-3034, or email s.moyer, M-O-Y-E-R, at alexslemonade.org. We'll be right back. My name's uh, Lennon Silvers Lee, head chef of uh, Sushi Bar in Montecito. You're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Keep up, will ya? There is a lot going on here. Subscribe and always be in the no crowd. The sheriff disappeared. He drove in a doomed Corvette. Helen was in the passenger seat eating melon and spitting out the seeds feeling happy to be alone but still turning a saxophone is cold as stone kind of like she said this is what the apocalypse will look like Back to the Jeremiah Show, Al, uh, Alex. Well, let me let me do that one more time. <laughs> Richard, please cut that. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. L.A. loves Alex's lemonade and the culinary cookout. We got a special guest with me here today, Carolyn Stein. Uh, she is organizing. This would this be number eleven for you, Carolyn? Yes, it's number eleven. Although there was a big gap there during COVID, it's back um, with the world's best culinary talents all here to support, you know, fighting childhood cancer. You told me off air if I could ask you to, to do that again. I was asking you a success story from all of this because there have to be many. This is one of the largest organizations that that has raised money for childhood cancer right and it all started with a little lemonade stand that you know at that time what five-year-old alex started yeah can you would you mind sharing the story again carolyn about yeah how this really is alex's dream is has come true but it's bittersweet but it, yeah it's it's true. so it's so bittersweet and it's a story that liz scott um, has told us, and that is that you know they 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 do all sorts of things with this money. They 
give equipment to children's hospitals. They fund studies and clinical trials and research. Um, And they also do that program that Suzanne was talking about earlier, that they um, actually fund families to be able to travel together and stay together during treatments that often have to take place in another state. Um, And it's all incredible. But one of of the things that has really struck me um, was that they actually funded a study and clinical trial that came up with the treatment that cures the cancer that their daughter Alex had. And they actually got further confirmation of that recently. She was just telling us a story last week that they've also studied uh, the genetic testing that uh, that singles out the mutation that causes this particular cancer. And they just do, do this for a variety of cancers, but particularly for this neuroblastoma that they, a, a study that they, that they funded uh, was able to identify the mutation. And they got, they took a look back at, at their daughter's cancer tumor and they were able to verify that their daughter's cancer did have that mutation that is cured through this treatment. That this treatment, it's not even a, a it's not even a chemotherapy, it's, a, it's an oral treatment and it actually just causes the cancer to melt away. So it's heartbreaking. It's, it, it, in my, when I heard the story, I was like mixed with sadness and anger for them and also joy that they were actually able at this point to have been able to figure out the cure for their daughter's cancer as well as others. But this one is just particularly heartbreaking and also so amazing. And so it's just, it's that kind of story that makes you want to go out and take part in this and keep doing it over and over again. And, you know, we were talking about this earlier, but as, as exhausting as all of our work is in our daily lives and with our restaurants and all of that. I think if they, if we had to drop something because we were just too tired or too busy, this would not be something that we would drop off of our workload. There's this no way. This is what fuels you. It fuels you. This is what it's the most meaningful work. by far. And it's amazing that at least we can use the work that we've done in the restaurant world to make this happen. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. It all works together. It's all every... Yeah. Every person, every uh, from Alex's dream to to now, it we all need each other. Um, exactly. And wow, uh, just to reflect before I break that, you know, that Alex told her parents, "Hey, you know, this is what I'm going to do because I want to help other kids that have what I have." And here it is. What twenty five years later? Is that right? Somewhere around there, it happened. And it's happening. Yeah. yeah. And Sorry, my, my dog is very excited because she saw her dog friend outside. So she's <laughs> okay. All right. I know I've kept you long enough. Let me just stay with me one more minute because yeah. I want you to tell me about the food and the wine. Then, then, uh, or do you need to let, well, you can no. let your dog out if you need to. No, I'm to. good. No, I'm good. No, I'm okay. Good. Uh, LA loves Alex's Lemonade. It's a culinary cookout. It, uh, you get your tickets now, alexslemonade.org. It's, I don't know. Do you know how many tickets have been sold? Is it close to selling out? This feels like it's going to sell out to me. Oh gosh, you know I don't have the ticket count, but um, uh, but it's it's getting there. I would just I, I always tell on. people buy them sooner rather than later because they do sell out. Um, it's a big space that we have, but we we can't we have a limit as to yeah. the number of people who can bring in. So buy early. Uh, early. Saturday, September twenty third, twelve thirty to four thirty p.m. at UCLA's Royce Quad. And you can go to uh, the alexslemonade.org or the ALSF website to check out, uh, you know, the complete listing of the participants and the chefs and the winemakers. It's a big turnout. I mean, um, it's such a great event, such great food, and you're going to have a great time. As Carolyn says, it's the best day of her of the year for her. They're fighting childhood cancer one cup at a time. L.A. loves Alex's Lemonade Culinary Cookout. We'll be right back. Our final segment. If there's anything you want, come on back, cause it's all still here.
unbelievable Imagination ain't kind This is Moss Jacobs, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Higgins Show. Please stay tuned. And when you need to go see some music, when it's just burning a hole in your soul, Santa Barbara Bowl is the place to be. SBBowl.com, GoldenVoice.com. Thank you. Roll a seven every time by advertising on The Jeremiah Show. And get your message out on seven shows. We're always on the radio. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. Carolyn Stein, Suzanne Goen, uh, they both spent some time with me. Carolyn's still here for another moment to uh, tempt us with the food, some of the food, the menus, um, some of the winemakers. Uh, I know if you're there, there's got to be some great winemakers. Carolyn, tell me a little bit about it. Amazing wines. I mean, I think I have about 45 or more wine people there pouring wine, some of them pouring their own wines, some of them are wine distributors and importers. So they've got a whole lineup of wines. We have well over 100 different wines being poured. And it's all under this big tent. It's like a big wine party. And um, I have you know, great people like um, Gray Hartley from Hartley Estony Hitching Post. And we have Jeff Fisher from Habit Wine. We've got the guys from Scribe Winery up in Sonoma. We have Lang and Reed Winery from up in Napa. I mean, people come down from up north to join us. Um, I have, you know, wine importers like Kermit Lynch is pouring and um, big distributors like Chambers and Chambers and kind of you name it, they're there. It's pretty amazing. Um, So it's big and small and amazing people there. And, And actually, this is the same with the chefs. Like, Suzanne has all what she said, almost 60 chefs coming and they and they come themselves like we we ask them to be there themselves. It's not just their team that comes. The actual chefs are there. So not only is the food incredible and the wines are incredible, but you actually get to talk one on one with these people. So it's it's a very personal and interactive day. Um, and we have great, great mixologists. We have our own our own team, as well as um Eric Alperin from the Varnish and Deffen Co. Bar is, is going to be there. And um, Neil Bodenheimer from, from New Orleans. Um, it's just, it's really, ugh, yeah. just, it's, it's, it's beyond. Come hungry and thirsty. And it's a who's who. Like if you want to, a lot of chefs that you follow or you, you, you wish you could eat at the restaurants, most of them are there for this event. And in fact, in Santa Barbara, we broadcast the radio station originally from Santa Barbara. Uh, Jeremy Tummel, my good friend, Chef Jeremy Tummel from La Paloma Cafe and Sergey uh, Semenov. And he was supposed to jump in, Lokita, but I'll have him on some other time. Both of these guys are great chefs um, from the Acme group and are are good friends over there. Uh, yeah. Nueva and all of them. Um, Carolyn, thank We've you. We've got so a whole much. New York group. We've got a New Orleans group. We've got our Santa Barbara group, L.A., yeah. All points are, are all points are rec- represented. 
you're you're an old uh, local. You can call yourself a loco. You went to school here, right? Loco. Yeah, that's right. Gaucho. <laughs> Gaucho. <laughs> All right. So go support everybody. Go support. Go to alexslemonade.org and get your tickets now. And uh, go say hi to Carolyn and and everybody there. At LA loves Alex's Lemonade. Thank you for what you do, Carolyn, as always, and Chef Suzanne. Uh, and your supporting staff and your husband and, and her husband and the kids and all that. And the dog, the social dog <laughs> that wants to get out right now. Um, Thanks for talking about it. Yeah, thank you. And we'll talk soon. Okay. Communicate, but listen more and evolve and get to L.A. Loves Alex's Lemonade. September 23rd. L.A. Loves Alex's Lemonade. Culinary Cookout returns. Saturday, September 23rd, 2023. 1230 to 430 p.m. on UCLA's Royce Quad. The presenting sponsors for the cookout are Northwestern Mutual, Volvo Cars of North America, American Express, and Resi. Fighting childhood cancer one cup at a time. At LA Loves Alex's Lemonade. soundtracks on spotify the jeremiah show look for the black label as always a big thanks to our station manager les carroll for letting us on the air at all listeners we appreciate you and want to hear from you please send us your ideas at jeremiah at the jeremiah or on messenger on facebook or instagram the jeremiah show is produced by executive producer jeremiah higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. My name's Danny Trejo. Jeremiah, your love, Holmes. You're so cool. You're so cool. You're so cool. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.